The Utah Jazz do as Team 49 does. They battle all the way to the final moment. It takes LeBron James putting out a fabulous performance. And the season closes in Los Angeles with another valiant effort. We're talking about it next on Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone as the Utah Jazz fall to the L.A. Lakers tonight, 128-117. to Chris Dunn gets near a triple-double, but that curse lives. Team 49 does Team 49 things today, Ron. They just battled all the way through. Well, didn't expect anything different. And the great thing about today's game was the runs they had, to get back in it. Then the Lakers have come back with a run. The Jazz uh, did not give up. They got back into basketball games and, and, you know, end up only losing by, what, four points, uh, five points. Seven, nine Seven, points. But that's yeah. all right. It's dark in here. Couldn't see it. It is very dark, but yeah. it also felt much closer than that. So I understand the yeah. the sentiment. Um, what? What? How? Let's kind of go through that. Like, what have they done? What did Will build here that allowed them to kind of on a night where they're starting Lucas Omanich, Kelly Olynyk, Udoka Azubuike, Ochai and Chris Dunn against a a pretty well built Lakers team that allowed them to be able to stay in these games and battle every night. Well, probably develop a culture that complemented a system um, and few players that are hungry uh, and, and some good shooting for the most part. And, and uh, true enough that at the beginning of the year they had better shooting. Uh, but you're looking at the guys now that play within themselves, uh, that not try to do more than what they're capable of doing. Uh, and, and Will gave everyone an opportunity, especially after the trades. And, and uh, guys responded. Guys like done getting a second chance or third chance a fourth chance in order to to fit in on the basketball team and i think right now he's going to be a rotation for this play for this team next season so it just they played hard they stayed in games they did not give up uh, so that culture that was built is is really carried them through let's dig in with that a little bit on chris dunn he has another big game it's 26 points it's 10 rebounds all defensive eight assists what makes you believe he's Re- reestablished himself as a rotation player in the NBA. Well, you look at this line. Look at this line there. It's not, he won't have that kind of a line, you know, uh, every night. But three turnovers, uh, 40 minutes of play, and, and obviously trying to make plays. Didn't play, doesn't play, he plays under control. Doesn't try to do more than he's capable of, of doing. And I think that's very, very impressive. I know you've liked his, his, his defense, and uh, but I think, now I'm not saying he's a starter for a team, but he's a very good rotation player. We talked a lot yesterday on the postcast about how he's altered his game. Tonight was interesting. They guarded him very differently. They were they like kind of were luring him into the paint and then guarding him tightly once he got to six and eight feet, and they guarded him with a bigger player in Jared Vanderbilt as though he was the primary guy they were dealing with. He got a, he had a lot of attention on him tonight. Yeah, but still, even with that, he only missed seven shots, and, and those are high-percentage shots that he's taking. You feel very comfortable with, you know, with him, with, you know, handling the basketball the way he's getting into the paint. And, you know, he ends up with 10 rebounds and 10 assists. You know, I love no, He did not get 10 rebounds and 10 guards. assists because or else the triple-double curse would still live. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about 10 rebounds and 8 assists. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. yes. You know, look, he didn't have an offensive rebound, but he had two. T- but I love guys that uh, guards at rebound. Yeah, I think and it's a really important it's skill. Very important, yeah. yeah. If you're building a roster, defensive rebound, re, defensive rebounding particularly, but rebounding is going to become more and more important in the NBA. That, that's a trend that's going to happen here because of the fact that the offenses are so great. You just simply can't give up extra possessions. Jazz gave up 10 offensive rebounds today. And it's just too painful for you to be able to 
if they get at one point one almost two one point two points per possession to be giving those up. So defensive rebounding guards are going to become more and more important. I don't think you can have guys that don't board. Especially with the three-point shooting. Because a lot of times those offensive rebounds, uh, if it's not a put back there in the paint, then you're looking at kicking it to a three-point shooter. That, that second chance at a three-point shot is just, um, you know, it's unbelievable. Lakers shot 40% from the three-point line tonight, largely because of LeBron James and what a night he had from the 14 three-point shots. They're not a good three-point shooting team. They're a bit better, about 17th since the trade deadline. Uh they will host what looks to be the Minnesota Timberwolves. Crazy enough, there was just a wild sequence in the game over here uh, in which Anthony Edwards blocked C.J. McCollum at the rim. They took it the other way, so they lead by five with 51 seconds left. Minnesota will have come back from a big-time deficit in a game in which Rudy Gobert, if you have not heard, was, eject- oh, was sent home after punching Kyle Anderson, his teammate, during a huddle, and Jade McDaniels punched a wall and may have broken his hand. He is injured with a hand. They'll have it checked. Um, he's out. So Minnesota seemingly having like the worst day in their franchise history somehow is about to play here in L.A. as the eight seed. That's not good for the Jazz. If they make the playoffs, that, that does not give the Jazz any more lottery balls. We really were hoping that they would not make the playoffs and get the lottery. The guy who made sure that the Lakers get the coast, their game was LeBron. Like he's 38 years old. He's the all-time leading scorer. And he was totally dominant in this game. He wasn't like overwhelming the way he has been at times, but... Eight three-pointers tonight, second most he's had in any game all season. And it'd be interesting to see what the Lakers were like during the stretch because he seemed like he'd be off the floor for a long period of time, and then he's on the floor, and the Lakers, all of a sudden, they're on this big run. Uh, So it'd be interesting to see. uh, Well, they were plus 20 tonight when he was on the floor and minus 11 when he was off. So there's the difference right there. I mean, you could just tell before the ball game, David, and I think I mentioned that watching him warm up, he had a – Boy, he was just running all over the place, dunking the basketball in, 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 in warm-ups. In, in his pregame warm-ups, when guys come out and, and work on their game a little bit before the, the, the game gets ready to start, he was very energetic there, shooting a lot of threes. I mean, he, just like he knew the importance of this basketball game, and he wanted to make sure he was ready to play. Uh your overall thoughts just on this season and as we wrap this up, what your feeling is about this, uh, what we experienced with this team this You're year. very pleased with the season uh, considering, you know, what the Jazz wanted out of this season, what they were, you know, trying to go through to, to get there uh, with the trades and uh, so I was very pleased with what we saw. Obviously, you think back on the course of the season that you probably could have, you felt you wanted more uh, and uh, some of the games that they lost, if boy, you, you, those kind of stick with you. But for the most part, you're kind of pleased with the way the season's going, especially when you you hear the critics and and the the odds makers. The Jazz is probably going to win 25, 26 games, and all of a sudden that went out the window the first 20 ball games of the season. What are the things that they built this year that are pieces that you're excited for for next year? I, I think. Like I said earlier, just a culture there that that's, I think that Will has uh, an idea of what kind of system he wants to use. I mean, he's played under, coached under a, a couple of different coaches. And sometimes you want to take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, from certain coaches and then implement what you want to do as far as your coaching career is concerned. I don't think we get to see the real the real part of what Will wants to do when he has more talent probably until next year. That's a good point. Lowry, Walker, Ochai, obviously great successes on this season uh, for the Jazz. The playoffs are set, so I want your thoughts on this. Um, The Lakers will be the seven. It looks like Minnesota will be the eight. So the matchups are 
The Golden State Warriors will play the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings make the playoffs and they get the Warriors. Who do you like in that series? I, I like the Golden State Warriors. And, and true enough, the Sacramento Kings have had a great year. I mean, I don't know if you want to say they overachieved. Probably not. Because they had some guys that really stepped forward and had great season with Fox and uh, and Sabonis, and then they had a couple of young players and, and uh, Murray that is going to be a good support player on, on that basketball team. But I just think the experience there of of Golden State uh, will probably win that series. Clippers and Phoenix will match up. Paul George, no timetable back, but that's the Kevin Durant led team. What's I your think the there? Clippers are kind of. And, and, and I've thought about this earlier when you when you brought that question up, and I, I'm going to have to say uh, Phoenix. Uh, I think the Clippers right now seem like they're so up and down, you know. And, and uh, yeah, I'm just going to say the, the the Phoenix Suns. And is Phoenix your favorite here, or is probably De in the West? Yes. Or do they, do they need time to get together, or they'll they'll get the time? I mean, they have about as tough a route as they're going to have. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to go Clippers, Denver, and then. Maybe Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. I'm going. I'm going Suns. That's for sure. And did you see anything out of this Laker team that made you believe they could make a run from the back? I like the Lakers, uh, but I really think LeBron has to shoot the basketball well. Uh, you, you see what he does to a team, you know. But watch the team. Would you see what he does to a team so he cannot afford to have a a, a bad night? So I'm not high on the Lakers. I'm not real high on the Lakers. I'm high on the Lakers, but not high enough to the point where I think they can win a championship. be interesting if the Warriors, if Memphis were able to beat them in the playoffs, we get Memphis and the Warriors. We know that's quite a matchup in the second round. It would be really interesting to see <coughs> how that all plays. So it looks as though I have not got the final word, but I think Anthony Edwards just made two free throws that the Lakers will play the Minnesota Timberwolves and they will uh, hear and then the Pelicans will play the Thunder and the winner of that game will play the loser of that in the play-in. Lakers seem to be in pretty good position to either be the 7 or the 8, either heading to Denver or Memphis. I'm sure neither of them wants to see it. The Pelicans, the Timberwolves now lead by 5 with 19 seconds left. They come from behind. They were down 9 or 10 when Rudy punched Kyle Anderson on the bench, and they will come from behind, which just only adds to just a terrible narrative for Rudy for the whole year. But that's a real story to follow. Uh, for us, Whatever the case, David, this is going to be an exciting, I think, very exciting playoffs this year. And we can watch and learn from it. It's a parody yeah. at a level never before. I think our stars tonight have to just go to Team 49. To How the about whole, that? To the Let's whole team, that. Team 49 is our star tonight. Super fun. And uh, thanks very much for you guys tuning in. We appreciate it. It's been a real pleasure to be with you and to uh, uh, be able to bring this to us. Today sucks. I'd call 120, frankly. Maybe even 140 if they let me. I don't think the players <laughs> could handle it, but... So have a great one. We'll miss you, and we'll talk to you again in October.